It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Phenomenal Football Friday with Nick and Ken live from Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada. And what a show we've got for you. The big-ass power hour is on the way. In a couple hours, we'll give you all our bets, all our thoughts for every side, every total. Week number one in the National Football League. And five phenomenal guests are coming your way over the course of the next hour plus. Also, we'll give you a lock miss, Ken Barkley's entire card for week two in college football. 20 minutes from now, Sam Paniotovich stops by. Uh, Sam texted me during the break, Ken, oh. to inform me. Chuckle. We've got a chuckle. Oh, week. baby. Oh, yeah. We'll be chuckling this week. Oh, with, yeah. With Sammy P. Sam will join us in Get 20 minutes. Get your laughing minutes. shoes on. Uh, Colin right. Wilson from the Action Network joins us at 4.20 p.m. Eastern time. Ryan Horvat here from the BeckQL Network for 40 p.m. Eastern time. And then at 5 o'clock Eastern, the whale capper, Drew Dinsick, will join us here in studio live at Mandalay Bay. But batting leadoff right now for our five phenomenal guests on this phenomenal football Friday is how you know it's football season when we're able to welcome our friend, our amigo, Brad Evans, back to the show. Now, you watch Brad Monday through Friday uh, live on the line presented by BetMGM, an amazing sports betting television show on Stadium Valley Sports. It is absolutely sensational. You follow Brad on Twitter at Noisy Huevos, and he's got his spreadsheet with all his bets for the National Football League. We'll mm. be talking about a lot of these bets right now because we know brad loves his action brad welcome back to the show it's nick and ken happy football season my friend hola amigo hola amigos i'm already bleeding out i'm already on tilt last night sucked so hopefully we're going to recuperate some cash maybe starting tonight with my fighting Illini. yeah kansas uh three and a half in that game a lot of people bet kansas Kind of interesting. I don't have a bet for that game. I think you can go in either direction. Brad, I do want to ask you not to like put salt in the wounds, but I do want to ask you about last night real quick. Just as somebody who does like as much fantasy content as you do, as much betting content as you do player prop stuff, do you feel like you learned anything last night? Maybe the Chiefs are tough, right? Kelsey will come back. Maybe it's their running backs, but especially with the Lions and how they're going to use all their weapons, you feel like you learned anything about either team you can take going forward? Yeah, a couple of takeaways uh, I really looked at. Number one, Isaiah Pacheco. I know he didn't do a whole lot in the box store on the ground. And, uh, of course, through my anytime touchdown prop as a result. But uh, his usage in the pass game I found rather surprising. Ran 19 routes in total, uh, much more significant than and really in any time last year he ran uh, routes, caught four balls over 30 yards. If he becomes a fixture in the pass game, I expect his ground performance to really ramp up. I think consistently he is going to be a 13 to 15 carry kind of back. But if you can supplement that output with, say, three to five receptions per game, he is an excellent by-low candidate coming off uh, otherwise clunker of an effort uh, for Kansas City as a whole. Elsewhere, the running back market uh, on the 
Detroit side of the rock. I know Dan Montgomery, uh, a mammoth workload in that game. Mandatory Montgomery looked pretty good for me last night. Uh, but everybody was uh, very disappointed in Jameer Gibbs' usage. Still, the secondary analytics data that Pro Football Focus cranked out today. Of the seven touches he had on the ground last night, he broke six tackles. His yards after contact per attempt number was well over the four. Insanely good. Uh, he's got to play a heck of a lot more than the 27% stab share that we saw last night. It's being eased in, rookie first game, uh, you know, rowdy, raucous environment, arrowhead on the road. So if you want to buy low, you better do so now on Gibbs. Get him on the cheap, maybe a six-pack of Schlitz or whatever your favorite low-dollar beer is, and then reap the benefits in the end. So, to me, uh, otherwise disappointing game, but those were the two most uh, glaring takeaways from a fantasy perspective. All right, Brad, let's move ahead to Sunday slate. I want to start with a piece of breaking news that we had that we led the show with, right, which is Christian Watson being ruled out for the Green Bay Packers as they're on the road at the Bears in Chicago. Um, any bets that you have for this game? And, like, and what do you think? You know, it's just not the first start in Jordan Love's career, but like the first like big start, I would say, in Jordan Love's get that one start on the road in Kansas City where no one expected yep. anything of him. So this is like Jordan Love now without Christian Watson with Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed and Luke Musgrave. How do you think they replace Christian Watson? Any bets for you with Chicago and Green Bay on Sunday at Soldier Field? Well, of course, Kyle, since I got all kinds of action on this game as a uh, diehard Chicago Bears fan, but really uh, I think the value relies uh, right now on the Green Bay side of things. Uh, obviously, this is a, a monumental development. Christian Watson, that game-breaking speed, not being on the field, changes things uh, dynamically, I believe, for the Green Bay offense. Romeo Dobbs, uh, I think, was grossly undervalued in a lot of fantasy drafts uh, before the events uh, you know, have unfolded here with Watson. I think Dobbs is going to be really Really fascinating uh, there in the player props market. Uh, and I think you're going to see Jordan Love uh, be more of a scoring duelist in this game. Uh, maybe try to mirror in a very poor man's way uh, the legs of a Justin Fields. The Fields is a uh, rush yards prop sitting at 57.5. Loves me while just at 12.5. Uh, so a guy that's uh, got a little spring in the step, some athleticism in his body. And I think you're going to see that on display trying to you know, loosely attempt to match blow for blow with fields on the ground. So I like the overall total half rush yards there for Jordan Love. And two guys uh, on the Bears side of things, uh, DJ Moore for me. I took the over on three and a half receptions. I think the Bears are really going to try to establish a rhythm and boost the confidence of Justin Fields in this game with some short quick strikes to a guy uh, who can be a volume-wide receiver, runs clean routes, gets separation from the defender uh, all the time, and, and that is C.J. Moore. So what you saw kind of as a distinct preview in the preseason, you know, some of that screen action could be like uh, very early on the first drive offensively for Chicago. Fields going to Moore maybe for a couple of receptions, connections, get two more, and you're cashing a winner there. So love over rush yards. DJ Moore over receptions, my two top plays in this rivalry game. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday live from Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, Nevada, talking NFL week number one with our good friend Brad Evans from Live on the Line Sports Betting Television Show, presented by BetMGM. Brad on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos. Brad, a, a game that Nick and I agree on this week and want to ask you about is the, the Colts-Jags game. Uh, Nick and I both like the Colts, think they're they're pretty feisty in the game, have a chance to win. Also really like the over in the game. It's gotten bet up a lot, maybe not as valuable anymore, necessarily like a high 40s total. Uh, do you kind of share our opinion? Could be an offensive outburst in that game. What about Jags-Colts? Yeah, I, I 
honestly believe you guys are on the right track there. Great value with the Colts on this line. Uh, it seems like a, a lot of people I've been talking to, uh, just kind of casual general betters and fans, uh, fading the living daylights on the Colts uh, because of the uncertainty around their starting quarterback, who is a rookie, who is a greenhorn, and Anthony Richardson. But the strength of Richardson's game is not necessarily with his arm. It's the duality. It's the RPO game. And I love him on the over rush yards as a result. Uh, I grabbed that number immediately when it opened yesterday at 42-and-a-half at BetMGM. That number has now climbed it to 45-and-a-half. Even sprinkle a little bit of action, too, at plus 260 on an anytime touchdown for Richardson. Why? He's six foot four, 244 pounds. Guy's a load to bring down. Very comfortable obviously is a runner, and uh, I think they're going to tap in that strength. And uh, knowing that uh, John and Taylor, uh, obviously not going to be in uniform, and you're going with the three-headed ferret of Evan Hall and Deion Jackson and maybe Zach Moss in this game means uh, probably the leading rusher on the cold side of things is going to be Richardson. So it's not going to be so much damage done with the arm, but with the legs. I love the over on rush yards. I grabbed a 42 and a half. I played up to like 49 and a half. I think he's cracking 50 yards in this game. And to an anytime touchdown strike for him on the ground, that to me springs the most value in this matchup. Though I also like the over on Travis Etienne's rush yards in this contest, uh, which I believe I grabbed uh, the lower mid-60s when that number came out. I bet MGM. Brad, we only have a couple minutes left. want to make sure we can hit at least one or two more games here. I do want to ask you, because I have your spreadsheet of bets open. People can find that at Brad's Twitter account, at Noisy Huevos. And my friend, I see you've got a couple bets here in the Vikings-Buccaneers game on Sunday in Minnesota. Would love if you could share them with our audience, please, in about 60 to 90 seconds so we can hit at least one more game afterwards, please. Yeah, I mean, uh, one that really stands out to me, uh, and I'll, I'll just kind of emphasize that one, is the SGP with Justin Jefferson, 70 plus, uh, 75 plus receiving yards, and the Vikings uh, to win on the money line. I get that a plus 115, at least I did when I built that SGP at that MGM. I mean, uh, Justin Jefferson is going to be dynamite. Uh, he was number one overall in a lot of fancy drafts for a reason. And it's not like he's going to be facing an all that intimidating secondary, though. Jamel Dean, uh, quite respectable in coverage, still going to get created with him. And if Minnesota doesn't win this game, uh, I guess what I feel is going to be a lackluster team. Just go ahead and contract. Kick him out of the league of the Minnesota Vikings. They should be able to handle business at home against Tampa. So, uh, to me, that is uh, born on the best play in this game on the board. Brad, we got like 90 seconds left. Um, rather than target a specific game, I'll just kind of leave it open to you. Your favorite prop that we haven't yet talked about. Uh, go ahead, 90 seconds. Well, rub and dub dub, boys. Get that bottle service oh, behind the velvet rope of the chum club. Yes, it's I'm back. I'm talking about rush yards anytime, TD. Give me receiving yards. That's at a 12 and a half. Grabbed it with a juice up at a minus 115. I think it's a minus 120 right now. I bet MGM member no cream hunt anymore in C-Town. He averaged uh, Chubb did just 12.8 routes run per game a season ago. I think that number ramps up to 15 to 17 per game this season. Put right down the middle. He's over in one matchup against the Bengals, under in the other uh, matchup against Cincy. But since he gave up 30.8 uh, receiving yards game to the RB position, Chubb, I think it's going to have a more formidable role as a receiver in your season in week one. So minimum, in my mind, 15 receiving yards, and all I need is 13 to score cash. I, I, I just love, because I, I think that's always been my favorite, like Brad Evans-ism yeah. was uh, – Rub a dub dub, step behind the velvet rope at the Chub Club. The Chub Club. Like I think, like you said, that 
Brad, I think Brad, two years ago, you were on with us two football seasons ago, and you said that. I think I texted you later that night because I was like still laughing about it on well, Friday. Like four night. years ago, it was rub a dub dub, just Nick Chubb. And then it was like, it's evolved to now we're like, now there's a VIP bottle service yes, at the Chubb Club. At the Chubb Club. Yeah, I, I like to think, Brad, that it was our like, raucous reaction to that that made you, that made you <laughs> stick with it. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Uh, Brad is on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. You got to check out Live on the Line, presented by BetMGM, our presenting sponsor as well. You catch it noon to 1 p.m. Eastern on Stadium and uh, Valley Sports Regional Sports Networks. Brad, we appreciate it, my friend. Wishing you the best of luck on your wagers this weekend. And good luck to your Illini tonight. And we'll catch up with you next week on a phenomenal football Friday. Covering the three and a half, and Luke Altmaier is going over his horse yard trap as well. Damn, boys! I love it. What a lunatic in a yeah. good way. I don't know what's going to happen in that game. That's a that's a, a very toss up kind of a game tonight. Illinois obviously almost lost to Toledo in Week One. That was like a very jarring result. Uh, Kansas got bet out to three and a half. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen in that game. Anything would nothing would surprise me. Uh, I think Jake's a little nervous about it as well. He Jake Hassan noted uh, Illinois well, their dog should be nervous. <laughs> Illinois super fan got that dog in him. Uh, does he? Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. The great guests continue coming up in hour number two. We'll talk to Ryan Horvath. We'll talk to Colin Wilson, but kicking it off right after this, Sal Paniadovich giving us bets, including the chuckle game.